Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Talk some Badgers and what's going on out there in Madison. And uh, right now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our friend Jake Kokorowski from the AllBadgers.com and SI.com joining us. Jake, how you been? Doing all right, doing all right. Hopefully, hopefully you all are doing well too, and you know, just making do with uh, with what's going on, you know, in the world. Uh, I like everybody. I completely agree with you. I uh, I do. I read a lot of things that come out of not only Wisconsin but uh, a lot of publications in many uh, a collegiate market. There's a genuine concern for the start of of collegiate football this year monetarily, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, I've read, I think, probably read the same things as you have, Bill, in terms of just um, just everything in terms of fans. And, and on top of that, just yeah, obviously there's the monetary values involved. And, and, you know, and there's still, I mean, the biggest thing I think is just the uncertainty and people want answers. And there's right now we don't have answers. We don't know, you know, how long the, the, the safer at home orders will be, you know, how long, you know, even with in terms of online courses for the universities, how long those will extend to, and then you know with college football, you know depending on like when players could be allowed back onto campus. There's just so much uncertainty, uh, and and you know it's okay just right now just because it's we don't know what's going on, and we you know and the experts you know the experts uh, in the healthcare field. Uh, you know, they're the ones that, you know, the medical professionals, they're the ones that are, you know, trying to figure out everything, too, and trying to keep all of us safe. So, I mean, you know, it's a lot of uncertainty, and, you know, people can have questions, and they should ask. But, yeah, it's it's just there's a lot of uncertainty, and, you know, we don't know how it will proceed. Uh, let's talk first and foremost as we got the NFL draft almost upon us. We've got some Badgers that are going to be in the draft. Talk about your thoughts on some of the Badgers. Uh, we know that Jonathan Taylor projected as probably a late first round, early second round guy. Give us the update on the rest. Right, yeah. I mean, you talk about Taylor, who could be a first or a second rounder. Uh, Zach Vaughn, you know, I think he, he, there's a good chance he can go late in the, late in the first round. Uh, he's talked, you know, we had articles up. We got a chance to ask. Uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. from ESPN, uh, along with even uh, Sports Illustrated's Kevin Hansen, about those, you know, about where they feel Bond could go, and 
you know, they talk about his versatility, the ability to, to rush the passer while being also dropping back in coverage. I think there's something along the lines where, you know, I think a couple of fights and mock drafts are talking maybe Baltimore with that number 28 pick. I don't know if Kuiper Jr. T- said possibly number 23 with the Patriots might be a fit in terms of team fit. Uh, you know, it really just depends upon the team. And I know, I've, gosh, there's been so many mock drafts. I, I know there's one that was talking about <laughs> even Zach Bond uh, staying in state with the Green Bay Packers. So uh, you have to like Bond's versatility. You have to like, you know, what he can do in rushing the passer and, and just being able to drop back. He had that pick six against Michigan State last year. Uh, on top of that, too, Tyler Biotish, it'll be interesting to see just where he falls, where in terms of just uh, if he's a, a day two, day three pick, uh, just based off of interior alignment. And other positions like wide receiver where there's such a plethora, and I'll get to Quintez Cephas in a second about that, but you see what, you know, with Biotish, he, you know, he told reporters at the Combine during those interviews that he had, you know, his AC joint scoped uh, and, and whatnot, so he wasn't able to go through pro day, go through the Combine uh, and, and those drills. But uh, you know, he's still, you know, I, in my opinion, one of the top interior linemen in the draft, uh, and whoever gets him, I'm, you know, in my opinion, he'll be a starter for years in the league, uh, that's my personal opinion, but uh, I think he's probably the you know late day two, uh, early day three pick. Uh, and then Quintus Cephas, uh, he you know with that improved forty yard dash time at Wisconsin's pro day on March eleventh, you know I think you know that showed that he can still run it. Obviously, he's not going to be uh, a four three or a low four four forty yard dash time, but combine that four five six speed with the ability to separate and, and run good routes and catch contested balls uh you know you're looking probably i would say fourth or fifth round pick when you talk to someone like a mel kuyper jr or kevin hansen you know they're talking maybe you know fourth round grades but with such depth at that position maybe he pops back according to what they told me but we'll see you know we'll obviously things can change and if there's a, there's a run on receivers that can or other positions that can obviously change positions too uh, then you've got to the thought process moving forward. Let's just say things settle down, June comes about, teams are starting to kind of reconvene. Uh, where are the Badgers this year, in your opinion, as uh, it, when and if this season should get underway? Yeah, that's a, it's going to be really interesting where I think the defense, I'm high on the defense. They have to replace Bond. They have to replace Chris Orr, which, by the way, uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. also talked about Boris uh, saying that he thinks that uh, you know, in terms of draftability, he thinks he can play in the league. Uh, and you saw that with just what he can do, uh, obviously being a consensus, consensus second team, all Big Ten selection last year. But, you know, either Leo Chanel or Mike Mascalunas will have to step into that role uh, alongside Jack Sanborn. You're going to have to see some pass rush from the edge. Uh, step up, whether it's Noah Burks, Isaiah Green May, Jalen Franklin, Spencer Lytle, uh, on the outside linebacker position. Those are the two that I'm looking at defense where they have to address. I think the other positions on, uh, in the secondary and defensive line, they're returning starters. They have, there's talent there. Uh, and I think the defense should be good. The biggest questions I'm having is re- really with the offense and not even just Jonathan Taylor because you have backs in that backfield with Nakia Watson, Derek Groshek, Isaac Garendo, uh, Menominee Falls, Julius Davis, uh, along with you know a four-star kid coming in from New Jersey by the name of Jalen Berger. You know, there's talent in that backfield, and so you're not going to be able to replace, in my opinion, you know, 6,174 yards uh, between just one back. Uh, I think this year you're probably going to see roles increase for 
you know, players I mentioned previously uh, and see how they grow. Uh, but the bigger concerns, you know, I think with just the offensive line for, for Wisconsin where you have Biotish who went to the next level, deservedly, but then they also, you know, the two starting guards in the Rose Bowl, David Mormon, Jason Irvin, both redshirt seniors, are gone. Uh, and so, you know, they're exhausted their eligibility. So it's going to be interesting to see just who steps up to become the starting center. Could it be someone like a Cormac Sampson who was, you know, he selflessly moved back to being a blocking tight end last year after transitioning back, transitioning to the offensive line uh, and working at tackle and center, uh, you know, in the, in, during fall camp. And then on top of that, you know, Caden Lyles, he was supposed to be, you know, he, he, could he work at center? Could he work at guard? Uh, where, you know, who fills the roles there? I think, you know, solidifying that interior line, especially at center, was a big question for me. And then with Cephas, you know, 59 receptions, uh, over 900 yards receiving, seven touchdowns. He was their big play threat deep. Who steps into that role this year in terms of Danny Davis, who's had some experience there? Kendrick Pryor during some camps has caught some nice deep balls too. So can he, you know, can we see roles change there? And who steps up behind those two uh, in terms of relieving, you know, adding more presence to that passing game that really took a big step forward last season? Uh, and I wanted to ask you as well, because in the Big Ten, you know, obviously some teams have progressed. Iowa's getting better. Minnesota has gotten better. They Every year we hear more and more about Nebraska, about how they're going to finally turn things on, and every year it seems to be the year of disappointment for them. Who right now is nipping at the heels of the Badgers? I, I mean, right now I think it's really interesting just to see. I think, you know, I was personally, and, and you know, I'm, I'm being self-critical here, I thought Nebraska – last year was going to take, you know, take big steps forward and compete for a division title just because of how they ended 2018. And then, you know, on top of that, you saw, you know, someone like Adrian Martinez step up uh, and you saw them take a step back. Uh, it'll be interesting just to see what Iowa does just because losing some big, you know, losing a big name on the offensive line and whatnot uh, and losing their quarterback and Wisconsin native Steve Stanley. Um, but Kirk Ferentz, I think, is always consistent that way. I think Minnesota still has a shot because you have you have Morgan at quarterback. They have Rashad Bateman coming back. Tyler Johnson will be gone, but they have one of their big game targets there. Although they'll have to also re, you know punish their backfield. Um, but it's, I think Wisconsin's still up top, in my opinion, above the West. Uh, it should be interesting though, though, like how Purdue responds, where you know Rondale Moore, if he can come back, uh, come back strong, uh, and they're turning out and they're getting four-star signees for that program uh, and, and whatnot. And then uh, I'm trying to think if there's really just you know Northwestern. They took a huge step back last year. Uh, they, they're going to have a new offensive coordinator. How do they progress? I still think they need some weapons on the outside to develop. Um, but right now, I think Wisconsin's up top. I think it's maybe the same same foes we've always talked about in terms of uh, Iowa being competitive. Uh, I'm interested in seeing what Illinois can do just because you saw what happened in Champaign in October uh, and whatnot. But uh, it really, you know, this class, it'll be very interesting just to see uh, when everything plays out, just who emerges and, and how, you know, train and other, I mean, how everything's affected now, how basically everything goes from there. Talking with Jay Kokorowski, allbadgers.com and si.com. Just real quick, I wanted to touch on the, the, the culmination of the basketball season. Uh, the Badgers end with eight straight wins. We know that uh, they were one of the favorites uh, as they start to get hot at the right time. Uh, I get it that seniors are disappointed, and there was a consideration at one point in time to have seniors have uh, another year of uh, 
eligibility. Um, it's so difficult when you're talking specifically basketball, but I know that the spring sports are going to give another year of eligibility. Should the NCAA have considered seniors that did not get their chance to play in the NCAA tournament, should they have considered that a little bit more in making the decision not to give the winter sports the opportunity? I think there should have been a little bit more consideration. I mean, even like I was talking to Brevin Pritzel a few weeks back about it and said, hey, if, if, this, get pa- you know, if this passes, would you take it? And he, he wouldn't have. Where you know he he's lived he's on his five years and he was in, he's engaged to be married and whatnot uh, you know going in as a 23 24 year old with 18 year old freshman you know how the dynamic there changes there kind of being the older man on campus um, so I mean there are factors like that to consider I think they should have just because in certain areas just because like I said you know for a lot of these players it's the last time they're going to play you know play collegiately. Um, but it's also a tough decision too, where um, there's scholarships. Of, I mean, and there are ways to work around it, in my opinion, that they could have had it happen. You know, had it happen. Um, but with most of the season being played, I, I don't fault them for the NCAA for making that decision. With so, you know how many games, um, it's just an unprecedented time, and it's unfortunate because I thought the guy, you know, someone like Brevin Pritzel could have made a huge impact, uh, and obviously a bunch of seniors. Uh, playing in their final games in the tournament uh, could have had some magical moments. But, you know, it, it, it's a tough decision. I think they should have considered it a little bit more, but I completely understand their reasoning. Jake, always a pleasure, my friend. I certainly appreciate you joining us for a couple of minutes. And uh, as things begin to evolve and start to hopefully get back to somewhat a sense of normalcy, we'll touch base again real soon, okay? Sounds great. You guys be well. You guys take care. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, pal. Talk to you later. There you go, Jake Kokorowski, allbadgers.com, si.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Jake Coco, K-O-C-O, Jake Coco on Twitter. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus uh, years they've been getting it done. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.